0: chapter 13, verses 6 to 9 is where we're going to be focusing our attention upon. You can stay seated for this reading. But the Word of God tells us this. And Jesus told this parable. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard and he went to look for fruit on it but did not find it. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard for three years now, I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found it. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Serve the man replied, leave it alone for one more year and I'll dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. This is the word of the Lord. The question I have for you this morning is what do you look for in life? What are you looking for in life right now? Right? Every stage in life, some of you here today, you're not looking for changing where you live, changing your job, that kind of thing, but you're looking for the seriousness in the weighty things. I'm just looking for peace. I'm looking for joy in this season of life. I'm looking forward seeking guidance for what my next step should be and where I'm at. What are you looking for this morning? I think it's but it is true. Looks for repentance, humility, and faith. That's what Jesus is primarily. such an important aspect of conversion. those words, salvation, church, love, uh, any other big words come to mind? Immediately? Right? We, we throw around these words a lot, but we need to remember, what do they mean? What is the significance of all of these important words of Christianity? So in uh, different Bible dictionaries I, I found, here's a few different ways that repentance is defined. You may have heard some of these before. Repentance is change of mind leading to a change of action. Another dimension to Repentance is acknowledging and condemning one's own sin and then also turning to God. Another definition. Repentance is deeply seated and a thorough turning from self to God. Another one. To turn from evil and to turn so, at its core, if you're just trying to understand, repentance it involves change. It involves a reorientation of your own life. And the classic example is driving on an the interstate, and you're driving on 64 west, knowing the way to the wrong. But it dawns on you, Trader Joe's is a charlatan. So, what do you do? Exit off. Repentance is connected strongly with believing in the gospel message. So remember, repentance—we talked about—it's a trip, it's a change, it's a turn, a reorientation. So if you're Muslim and you convert to movement, right? In one sense, you change. In one sense, you've been reoriented to a very different religion. But that is not repentance. Now, true biblical repentance. tells us this, for John, the Baptist, quick little footnote, it's another reason why you should be a Baptist, because John was a Baptist, right? So, for John, the Baptist, he came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, For the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe it. Repentance. How do we understand what is this revealed to us about? Repentance entails believing the words of a faithful proclaimer of God's word. Let me say that again. Repentance entails believing the words, believing the testimony of a faithful preacher of God's word. Alright, Jesus is saying here, right? John came to you to show you the way of righteousness. And as we see the Gospel of John and in the beginning of the Gospels as a whole, we see John the Baptist's ministry. He came to preach. He came to prepare. He came to announce, to point to the coming Messiah. His ministry, by and large, was a speaking, talking ministry, announcing the coming of Christ, the soon coming of Christ. Jesus says to John the Baptist, he came to you to show you the way of righteousness, but you didn't believe it. Tax collectors and prostitutes did. They had soft hearts, they had open ears to hear his message. But even after you saw this, even after you saw him, after you heard him, after you saw others repenting, you yourself did not repent and believe. So to repent, that means you must believe in the gospel. And to believe in the gospel, or just the logic of it, to believe in it, that means you must have heard the gospel message. Revelation 3.3 3 communicates the same basic truth. It says, Remember therefore what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. That's Revelation 3.3. 3. Remember therefore what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. The implication there, they unstated the truth. something with the church. Verse six God is speaking to his own people, to the people of Judah. And he says
1: what is right, none of them repent of
0: their wickedness saying, what have I done? It's a simple question, but it's powerful in terms of conveying to us what is repentance. God is telling us repentance entails examining your own life. Candidly answering the question, what have I done? Of course, to become a Christian, to, to become born again, you do have to admit I'm a sinner. Sometimes I think it's, it can be easy for non-Christians, Christians alike, to just kind of hide under that as a blanket statement. Well, I'm, I'm messed up. I made mistakes. Okay, what mistakes? the importance of cultivating. Repentance is examining your own life. What have I done? Turn to the New Testament pattern, if you will. Right, Acts chapter 26, verse 20. testimony of who he is, what he's been up to, why he's been going around causing trouble, if you will, at least in the eyes of the world. But in Acts 26, verse 20, but also, just for reference, chapter 20, verse 21, Paul talks about what he's been up to, what he's been doing. And we see, he says, weakness by your own strength. On the surface it may work. Sound overly simple, but I would simply say this prayer. Through prayer. Constant, continual prayer. Because prayer is verbally. is an invitation from God for you to receive your salvation. For as we turn from following the ways of the world, as we turn from following ourselves, we turn to, as the verse says, we turn to the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel. For as we pursue Him, as we follow Him, as we look to Him, as we confess our sins before Him, He promises in repentance and rest is you salvation quietness and trust is your strength as jesus himself said in matthew 11 28 29 I come to me all you who weary picture of what it means and what it does in our own life. But those of you who know it, Luke 15 is the story of the prodigal son. Though the wayward son was in liberal love with the swine, right? So in Jewish context, that's really the lowest of the low. The swine pigs are just filthy animals, you don't go know. So this man was in the lowest of the low in life. Once he repented, once he realized the awful state he was in, once he repented. Because then and only then in his presence will we receive rest, refreshment, and restoration that our souls desperately long for. So as we unpack the rest of this next week, I encourage you, please cultivate this attitude of repentance in your own home. As a Christian, especially. Right? View this, view this whole I need to renounce sin, I need to get rid of it, all with it. Holy Spirit, this morning, we do give you thanks for the reality that you have indeed saved us, that you have humbled us, that you have brought us to the moment, those of us who are good, as you brought us to that moment where we are truly repentant, and we have put our trust in you once for all. But we know God that in our throughout all of our lives that you seek, you desire repentance that our entire lives should be marked by. This morning, as we seek to grow in the practice of it, will you please soften our hearts, open our eyes to the spiritual realities, and please help us to receive this truth with open hands. Father, it's very easy for us to talk about sin in general, let's talk about the sin of the world, the wickedness around us, but it is extremely uncomfortable for when we examine our own hearts, let your light Draw us to that place where we are on our knees. Break our hearts for the sin that we do commit. Help us to be honest and open to accountability to other people, to other Christians, other loved ones. Above all, Jesus, will you please purify us as your church. Cleanse us, renew us daily, and may we as a people here Shine your light, bright in this community. Taste your love in a sweeter way. May we be a wonderful testimony to our friends, to one another, to this neighborhood, of your saving power, of your saving grace. Holy Spirit, please do the work one of us can do. Let us Gracias.